Sometimes you have to embrace reality and deal with it. Sometimes you just have to make it up as you go and create your own path. That might be the best thing to do. Welcome to the career class. Today we talk about pathways on traditional, traditional, where we've been, where we're going, and how we got to where we are now. Um, I'm Flora Brunetti. I am adjunct faculty at um, a few colleges, Chicago and New York. I've been teaching for about five years. I do many things, um, but you can follow me on Twitter, Flora underscore Brunetti, B-R-U-N-E-T-T-I. I'd love to hear from you, so give us some feedback. Um, so welcome to today. I'm Lisa Newell, Lisa Hopkins Newell to many, and uh, I have been adjunct teaching in fashion studies as well as business and entrepreneurship and liberal arts and science um, for about over 15 years, time flies, um, as well as being an entrepreneur. And um, you can certainly follow me on Renewal Notes, um, at Renewal Notes on Instagram, and uh, certainly DM me with comments. But I'm really excited today to talk about untraditional paths and traditional pathways and how really in this daytime and age, people are kind of pioneering their own path and figuring it out along the way. And that seemingly is, is kind of what we've done as well, but. I think that's how we've got to this point. Yeah. Right? I think so. Um, but it's interesting that we chose this topic for today because we are um, embarking upon a new semester and we've talked to students and it's that question, tell us the question you just received um, walking here to record. Um, oh, it's, no, it's mostly always advice. Okay. And what they want to know is how do I get, how do I get that job? How do I find mm -hmm. that job? How do I even look for that job? And then once they say that, they're like, because I know it's connections that you need in order to get to that place. And I always think, yes, connections are great, and mm -hmm. you have to, you know, build relationships and make those connections. However, not always the case. Um, do a little research, maybe. Do a little background. Um, and honestly, do anything. I think my advice Wait, to her. Wait, no. We are not going to do, do anything. Yes, you, we you, are. Yeah, we are to a certain degree. And I agree with you. I love, I love, that. I'm like, do anything, hold up. Um, I love that, but I'm also thinking, you know, my head's going. So many people have asked me in the past, um, you know, also that same, how do I get started? What do I do? And there are days of the week that I want to say network, absolutely jump on LinkedIn, you know, who do you know? Right. You know this whole six degrees of separation between Austin, it's even smaller when you go inside an industry segment. But there are, in reality, there are days of the week that I don't want to network with anybody, right? No, I and agree. I, I'm, that. I, and that's not to say I'm antisocial. That's just to say that there are days of the week that if someone says, if you want to break into this segment of the industry, you have to network. That feels heavy. It feels, to a lot of people, intimidating. To me, it feels like a duty. It, and it, you know, my word is, you know, authentic. And if I'm not being my authentic self and I go to a networking event... Um, it, it just feels a certain way, right. like, oh, I'm here because, to get, collect business cards. Because or networking here to... events are the traditional, Correct. and they're dry yes. and boring Please, and intimidating. <laughs> right. Yes. So yes. 
no. So go do something, meaning like go to an event, go to yes. something that's outside of your industry. If you're in fashion, go to a photography event. Yes. See how the things correlate. You never know who you can meet. I went to one here at Columbia and mm-hmm. met a stylist. So I'm thinking to myself, I was a fashion stylist. She was a photography major. Yeah. So it you just and then she of course was excited to talk to me who's in fashion, but mm-hmm. it, it's that it, that's the networking that I love. It's yes. that organic. Oh, I saw you speak about something I had no idea about, and now mm-hmm. I just related it related the two together. Yes, please. So that's, that's what I mean by anything, and then do your own thing because you want to be a disruptor. Mm-hmm. Don't go follow that path. Be your own path. Right. And I think it's magical when it is organic. Oh, I love the word magical. You, yeah, it's magical because you get to vibe off of whether or not, you know, out of genuine interest what this person is doing. And then they start asking right. you about what you're doing and what, you know, and then all of a sudden you find out there's commonality. And if not commonality, there's an opportunity for collaboration. Yep. Right. And you can fill their void and vice versa. And for me, you create incredible things that way, incredible opportunities, projects. You pioneer new spaces together. Um, you don't have to be a lone wolf, but there are times that that approach could also be quite effective. Um, so it depends. It depends on a person's personality. Some people get in the throes of a networking event and they're like, I can meet everybody. They become the life of the party. They come out with all these contacts and there's another person going, I'm here. I barely met anyone that I would even want to talk to, let alone establish business rapport right, with. Right. So everyone has their own, there is no blanket way of doing this, um, meaning career elevating um, or career changing. That pathway that used to be so regimented is now almost becoming this like do it your way, right? right. And there's this fuzzy gray space that I think is how, you know, I'm, I'm all about entrepreneurship. Um, you're beginning to own your career path as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And you may be the creative, but not necessarily understand the business, mm-hmm. right? So I had some students um, ask me the other day, you know, why, why am I not learning the business side of my graphic design or my um, TV filmmaking? Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like, you know, I know that that, that's a huge part of it. So maybe the networking you do, maybe that the people you you meet are the people who who will help you in that sense. Correct. But continue on your path of your creativity and don't worry so much about why am I not learning the business? Mm -hmm. Um, What, because you're thinking too traditional in that sense and you're gonna lose your creativity. Got it. I'm a flip. I'm a flip the script on you a flip little it. bit because there's a part of me that believes that you have to know some foundational business. Of course. In which I, I I agree with you. You don't want to dive into it and and negate your creativity. But I believe you. In order to survey and assess if this person you're networking with or have been referred to you can really fit into your business, even if you're the creative, mm-hmm. you need to make sure they know what they're talking about sure. and that they're not someone going, oh, okay, you studied this, you know this, this is where I'm void, come in, and then the, your business is a disaster because here you have this person you thought could. So there's a little bit, as a creative, 
there's a little bit, I always tell my fashion design students, specifically graphic design mm -hmm. as well, you know, they have amazing portfolios and they're doing some really creative things. I'm going, do you know how to do the business part of this? Like, do you, can you dot it line that? You may not be the person executing that business component, but you got to know that the person who you're partnering with, you're collaborating with, joining your team knows that. And how will you know if they know? Oh, that was like a tongue twister, right? Like, I don't, it's like mind boggling. Um, how would you know that they know? So yes, yes to that, but I got to flip it because you do need to have some. Well, yeah, I mean, we can both look at our, the, the way we've gone through school, jobs. And I mean, I can say that, yes, there was a point where I just wanted to write. I wanted mm -hmm. to be a journalist. I wanted to write for a magazine. That's it. It's all I cared about. So I didn't worry so much about the business. Then okay. I went into retail and that whole form of apparel business, all that, learned the sales portion. Got now it. now all of a sudden I can be a salesperson and I am I can sell what I make, what I create. Got then it. I went back, learned the marketing portion of it. So how do I actually speak to that thing I just created? How do I tell that story to sell it? It. So it's it is it's interweaving and I love that and I hope that students are trying to find a way to do all of that whether it's collaborating with a, a classmate who is in a different major. I mean, wouldn't that be cool if you know, absolutely they would do more of that here? Absolutely, and um, I think that it. I know I've encouraged students along the way, and even you know personally taking classes that you know, will feed into areas that I want to explore. But I think there does need to be this kind of cross-curriculum vibe, picking classes that are not within your major just to get a little bit of enrichment in what you don't know because you don't know how it could serve you, right? And right. so I think I, I, I love the fact that, you know, you, you said that there's this interwoven learning that you did and that you're doing in your career. And I appreciate that because sometimes I look at things very entrepreneurially, meaning I'm going, it's me, it's me, and it's me. Yeah. And I need to have, you know, all these bases covered and I need to change hats at all times, depending on the day of the week, depending on the process of product development, from marketing, social media. Having a handle on it doesn't mean that I'm going to be the person facilitating the role, but it's having a handle on the overarching vision of whatever project I'm doing. And for me, I think that that means there's a sense of needing to be nimble. There's a sense of exploring and then allowing people to feed into you to help you execute yep. that vision. Um, so I'm this advocate for when students say, you know, oh, I want to, you know, have my own company and I want to, you know, start my business when I graduate or, hey, I'm a startup and I am trying to figure this out. I'm like, great, keep figuring it out, do the research collaborate, mm -hmm. network, pioneer your own path, honor your weaknesses and your strengths, and like keep rolling with it. Don't ever stop, right? right. Because part of the, the success is the failure. Don't ever stop are probably the, the key points to that, everything you just said. Mm. I, I believe in that, and that's when I say, again, going back to do anything. Mm -hmm. If you do fail, anything. try again. Try it again. Fail again, mm -hmm. it's fine. Yeah. And you're creating your own path, literally that way. Yeah. Um, being dictated to, which there are times when 
I love my students, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but there are times that they come to me and they're like, what should I do? And I'm thinking to myself, do you want my opinion or do you want to do what you think you should do and you want my confirmation? Mm. Because there's a difference on your jail. I can tell you, here's what you need to do, A, B, C, D, E, F, right? But then, you know, that may not fit into what your vision is for whatever your project is. It's just interesting, my, my students, when they approach me, and I know that's a part of maturing and being in, you know, living in your academic life for now. But there are times that I just want to say, do what you think and see what occurs and troubleshoot it along the way. Because that's how you learn mm -hmm. and that's how you become. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, always like, don't ask me what to do, you know. <laughs> I think, though, because we're seeing and our students are seeing more and more what people have accomplished already and they want the fast track there. They want to know that they don't want to try so many things mm -hmm. because people, they have seen their own age or younger or whatever have already gotten there. Yes, true. And some of them got there without a college education. They did, and that's truth, right? That's And that's truth. the time we're living in right that's now. That's real truth. Yes. Okay, so here's a quick example that, and you talking about it, that just popped into my head. I have a student who is, she's amazing. Um, she works for a major publishing company now. And um, she was in a, just, when I tell you this eloquent writer, um, wrote on the school for the school newspaper um, and just her senior year decided I don't want to write mm. I want to be more involved in like that PR piece but more on the event side not on the writing side and when I tell you I was about to cry like oh my goodness this girl do you think she's um, feeling more criticism these days because writers are are, are getting you let know. me tell you I think that, and it's great for that you're a journalism person because I think that she was like, I am not trying to be in front of my computer all day writing mm -hmm. about something where people are out there having fun and planning events and doing their because thing. Because she's seeing it. And so for one year, she was in this kind of think tank and brainstorm of what I'm going to do and was working part-time jobs and figuring it out like you know mm -hmm. everybody else on the planet. And then she said, you know what, Lisa, I really, I would love if you could, you know, be one of my references. But she's like, I'm going to apply, like, shot in the dark for this, like, position at Condé Nast. And I was like, you better do it. And she's like, I kind of don't want to do it. I, kinda, I was like, girlfriend, if you do what not. What was the job? Mm -hmm, it is PR. It's writing. It's event. She's all, she's doing a little bit of travel. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give her title away because then you guys will look her up. But she, she's regionally based. And why the other day did I see on her Instagram account um, her being at the soft opening? It was invitation only, only for a glossier that just opened up in the West Loop. There she was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with a lot of other influencers in Chicago there in the throes in the midst. And I said to myself, she is doing exactly what she's wanting. She wants to be at the events. She wants to um, write about them. She wants to partake in them and be in the throes of it. She wants to interview people that are there. And there she was giving us all of her photo captions and just really. So that example states. In the throes of it. Right. She was going for the writing. She yes. Was she writing. was rejecting. Okay. She, she was rejecting the writing. Right. So then she decided, well, this is what I really like. This is what I can do. You yes. know, 
realize the things you enjoy and are good at. And I think that's why some people you hear say, don't go always go for your passion. Go for what you're good at. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of mix the two. You I mean, absolutely come on. can mix the and two. And she's doing it. She's doing it. And obviously, I'm always giving her the love because I'm going to tell you this regional job was very shot in the dark. Like it probably was a, a ton of applicants for wow. it. And I told her, you write so well. So, and it just was kind of this natural knack for her as well as an, you know, academic component that was structured, it was structured around, but she's like, I just don't want to be in front of the, I don't want to write. Like that's so, it's just writing. Like, and it's that thing that we all know that we have that we do well, Mm -hmm. that sure, another person will honor it, but you're like, I have more capacity. I have more interest. But it will also help to corner me. Other parts of the job. Yes. Yes, for sure. And now, and here you have someone who pioneered their space. They are doing what they know they do well. Mm -hmm. In tandem, they're doing the things that excite them and the things that put them out there and connect with that human connection piece. Mm -hmm. I don't want to connect with just this laptop screen or desktop screen. I want to like connect with a person and talk to them and be in that moment with them. And she's doing it. And so... I never know. She could find another way to be a journalist in in the way she wants to be yes. and write again for that audience. Yes. Maybe it's a specific niche audience that she found through doing all of she's this. She's young and vivacious. She's going to figure it out. I, I have... We're young and vivacious. We're, we are. Come I on. mean, don't don't sleep. We we are young and vivacious. I mean, last week... We're lacking your, coffee today, your, but you know. Where's your braids? Like last week... <laughs> I let him out. Can you tell? Yes. I'm like, She's sporting an afro today. I love it. Oh, my goodness. And you know what's funny is that I'm very particular about, like, wearing this like this in my classroom, which is a whole other story because students are distracted and fascinated. (laughs) They're like, she's young and vivacious. Wow. We didn't know. Just like when Uh, me, white girl, starts rapping to her students. Right. We're just like, like, uh, what? uh, Here she goes. Her off day. Hey, if you're sleeping in my class, I'm going to wake you up. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Or either I'm going to be young and vivacious and you won't even be thinking about it, right? Dynamic. So, that's the word this year. Yeah. Authentic so, and dynamic. This, um, you mentioned a book to me today that um, you started reading and I need to pick it up. I know. It's so damn good. It is called Principles and it's by Ray Dalio and it is so phenomenal. And here's truth. Truth is I need to dive into it. You know, you have a book and it's, it's there and you read it a little bit of it and you pick it back up. Yeah. You know it. what I'm reading right now? Mm. Mm-hmm. What? history of hip-hop it's called can't stop won't stop let me tell you something and i'm loving I it i saw that did you did you you had that on one of your social feeds oh was i think i saw it was a different hip-hop book. oh got yeah. it i'll be teaching a hip-hop class believe it or not and oh yes in and the we spring. need to talk about that one we'll, day. we'll get there we'll but get yes there. So, so this principles i'm the reason i'm bringing it up is because it's been on my mind um mm-hmm. and i thought that it kind of related to what we were talking about today Yes, it is so phenomenal. Again, it's called Principles. It's by Ray Dalio. And let me tell you, even when I read um, the chapter titles, I was like, yes, 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 and yes. And um, it's really speaking to, oh, where do I start? You got to pick the book up. But it's it's this phenomenal book that dives tremendously into who are you? What are your life principles? How do you create them? How do you build them? How do you make sure that you're getting what you want, right, out of your life, out of your career, 
Um, what are your steps? What are your principles? And if you use these benchmarks and you measure what you're doing, your actions against your principles, are you yielding? And that's my summation of it in terms of my takeaway. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, a little well, disclosure. I have not read the book. Well, no, but how but those, about we, those are from the chapters. How about some homework and glancing? For us, yeah, where this week we we kind of dive in, and you know what? Next week we'll talk about it. Yeah, I have the book, so we you just have to get it, and we have to continue to share. But you know, our listening audience they need to pick it up. I think it's it's a library item for to be on everyone's bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Um, I know someone who's read it and re- re- referred me to it, and they were just like, "You, your life is not complete without this book. Like, what are your principles? I was like, hey, do not, you know, why are you all up on me asking me my principles? But yeah, they were like, what are your life principles? And I was like, wow. And, you know, I consider myself, you know, super intensely, you know, self-focused. A rock days star. Of the way. Yeah. A rock star. I, I can be deep. I can toggle thought, you know. And so I go, oh, my goodness, like, you want me to disclose my principles? And truth was, I was like, shit, what are my principles? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when I grabbed this book, I was like, oh, okay, this is where he was coming from, you know. And this person, by the way, is my brother, so, you know. <laughs> well, thank I was, you, brother. Yeah, my brother was like, have you read this book? What are your life principles? And I was like, you need to. My brother gives me books all the time. And he, I don't know he who recommends they them. They are, and, and it's just like, mm-hmm. sometimes I don't know. I, but the thing what I like about it is honestly – they are thinking about you as a person. Yes. I've yes. gotten art books, poetry books, mm-hmm. um, culture, history from him. So I know he, he's paying attention to when I talk. So that's yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> and I think that this book, all of those books probably relate to the podcast, but this particular book, um, the reason why I mentioned it to you today is because I was simply saying to myself, um, we've got to start introducing, to you know, our audience to some of our resources. Yes. You know, because we get on here, we chat, and we, we off the mic, we are all, always swapping ideas mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, I was like, we've got to embed this in. And you, uh, I should say, you pretty much screamed that when I, we walked through the door. Yeah. Um, and I was like, principles. You know, that's that's the that's the book. That okay, so then how about this? Next week, we talk about principles. Next week, we talk about principles. The For book. sure. The book. And life. And in the interim, you know, homework, you know, we are adjunct professors. If we're giving you homework, we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it too. Trust, trust. Trust. What are your principles? What are your principles? And how do they tie back? How do they tie into or work in tandem with your career, how you're going to pioneer your career, whether it's the corporate path, whether it's the entrepreneurial path? Um, How are you doing that? What are your principles that are going to help you navigate? I mean, I know, well, really quick, but when last week I was talking about that opportunity that came and went that I didn't get, Mm -hmm. it was a corporate path. And guess what, guys? I think I found my path, and it is not the corporate one. So maybe we're just learning as we go still. And, yeah, and so learn as you go. Um, I think that we do have to deal with the reality if doors close you don't always have to, like, stand at the door waiting, knocking. Mm-hmm. You don't have to grab doorknobs and, like, literally try to twist them open. Sometimes you can say, you know what? I don't need any of these doors. I don't need to walk across the threshold of any of these. I can actually build a door. I can build a door, build a frame, and twist the knob and walk through and do what I want. And that's the power of the untraditional path. 
Um, but there are guiding tools that you need. Sometimes you build that door, turn that knob, and you're like, whoa, what's out here? Nothing. Corporate is built, right? That's why we want to grab onto it. But when you're in the space of the untraditional path, you're literally building it as you go, and you need some principles. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> with that, we are done for today. So thanks again for listening. You can follow me on Twitter, Flora underscore Brunetti. And you can follow me, Lisa Newell, at Renewal Notes on Instagram. Till next time. See ya. Bye. Did you enjoy the podcast? Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Profiled, hosted by Kaylin Lore, which explains the unique artistic endeavors of a plethora of students at Columbia College Chicago. Hear about each artist's inspiration, accomplishments, and goals. Check it out. That was the coolest moment of my life. I mean, first time with a wireless mic, first time I really experienced what it was like to move around and work a big stage and work a big crowd. And I think I got a little too excited at times. Um, Available wherever you get your podcast.